We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Up next, the latest on the Missouri Tigers from KCSN, which features multiple shows each week with Border War with former Missouri forward Jarrett Sutton and former Jayhawks guard Jeff Hawkins. And Mizzou, that's who, with insider Gabe DeArmond, Maggie Johnson, and Tucker Franklin. The latest news, the top stories, and an insider perspective to keep you in the know. Make sure to follow us on your new home for Missouri Tigers podcast, KCSN. And now, the latest on Mizzou Athletics. Welcome, everybody, to the Forty War podcast here on the Kansas City Sports Network. We are presented by 360 Vodka, and it is March. It is NCAA tournament time, and it's time to welcome in my co-host, Jeff Hawkins, to uh, be ready for a, a state himself here in, uh, in postseason play uh, with his Pembroke Raiders Jeff, welcome. Let's uh, let's get cracking, man. You got a lot going on, but uh, yeah, it's the tournament time, man. It's a great time of the year. Hey, it's it's March Madness time. Anything can happen, which means anything. And you can see from games last night, they went they went down to the wire. So you got to expect it's going to be a crazy twenty twenty three when you talk in terms of the NCAA tournament, but. What better time to be, you know, talking basketball March 15th. Tournament's about to kick off, and uh, it's about to be a whole bunch of basketball, which a lot of basketball fans like. Absolutely. As I thought uh, we were going to see a buzzer beater last night with uh, Mississippi. Yeah, <laughs> it was there. It was there. It was there. I, uh, nice play, too. Nice play call, by the way. You know, I felt, I felt like Jeff Capel was getting interviewed, and it was like talking about the win, and you could tell he was just sweating like, well, we gave up a wide-open three, so yeah. that's what we, were, what we were going for. But uh, it is a win, and then Mississippi State's not a great, not a great three-point shooting team, yeah. so we'll live with it. But um, I wanted to start just, you know, we're, we're going to dive into Mizzou and, and the matchup and, and really how I, I think Mizzou's playing – really well at the right time. Um, but I, I just kind of wanted to pick your brain knowing you can see a tournament is just a different bear. It's, it's a different level of adrenaline. You know, it's a different focus. There's a lot of, you know, expanded media that, that you have to do. Um, yeah. See, I mean, it's just a different, different game. It's a different type of road trip uh, where you're going in early. Uh, you're getting used to the goals and the rims and sometimes depth perception when, you know, you advance in football stadiums. So 
you know, you you played in a number of NCAA tournament games. Uh, it's it's an incredible feeling, and I think it's always good to just kind of start there this time of year of just explaining, you know, to listeners that you know NCAA tournament it's a different different type of of atmosphere and it's di- different type of adrenaline, and it's what makes games, you know, hyper focused and sometimes yeah. can play free and easy, and sometimes teams can play tight and flat uh, and overthink. There's a lot of things that play into an NCAA tournament game. What's kind of your your ex, you know experience if, when you think back to to getting ready for an NCAA tournament game? Yeah, for me and the experience that that we had is, you know, the teams and we've never you know we've made it to the championship game and and lost to Syracuse. Uh, but I think one of the things that it was for us is you know being able to block out the outside outside noise. You talked, you mentioned it, you mentioned earlier, it's a lot of stuff going on, media, uh, open practices where, you know, it's open to the public where fans can come in. So there's a lot of things from a coaching standpoint that you have to do, not try to show too much in a practice as far as the the players have to be focused. They're getting more Texas, they're getting more, which it was Texas for us, but now it's like IG uh, messages, DMs, that's what they call them, the DMs, they're getting all that, the Snapchats. They're getting a, a ton of the, that stuff right now because the attention is on them. Uh, March Madness is one of the biggest tournaments out there, so that's just going to cause that. So from that extra added uh, uh, entertainment. So for me, it was making sure that we could block all the outside outside noise out, and that means friends, family. Uh, fans, everybody that you can block out and just focus on what the team goal is. I think those are the teams that typically do well and go a long run because you'll find some teams with upsets. They come in too lax thinking, oh, we're the higher seed in this tournament. That means we've automatically won. So it's a big animal. This tournament, it it can really mess with you mentally. It makes you dig down deep uh, to really find out who you are as a player and and as well as the coach as well too so it's just a time where you have to be laser focused in and just focus on nothing but your goal your team goals and the team you know i was thinking too so much is made of regions especially when seating comes out yeah well the seating is is not everything it's all about matchups but i think also the the travel piece you know when when i was at mizzou my freshman year we we had to go out to boise and i actually am glad we got away from the midwest yeah there, there was not as many distractions. It was just us. It was kind of a, it felt more comfortable, more natural to be away, as opposed to my senior year when we went to Omaha. Yeah, that's your seed. And we were close and everybody could get there. <laughs> we had a bus. Uh, there was a lot of conversation around our travel. Um, and there was a lot of, you know, people that were making that trip. And yeah. I'm not going to say there were more distractions, but I, I just, I draw a comparison of, so much is made of well, we got to be close to home. Sometimes it's okay to yeah. get away, and I don't, I don't know if you would feel that. I feel like there's another side to this coin of of what I'm keep hearing of. Well, you know, can you get close to home? And yeah, obviously it's yeah. great, uh, you know, travel your fans absolutely. But I do think there's something to be said also of of kind of getting away a little bit too. Yeah. I I don't think that's a ne- necessarily a negative. Yeah, it, it's not because. I mean, you look at it, your fans are going to travel regardless whether you're uh, it's a home game or it's not a home game. And it's only going to be a, a limited amount of tickets for, uh, regardless anyway. So each each fans are going to have enough uh, 
room to get their fans in for both games. So it's going to be a limited amount of tickets. So, yeah, you are in home, but uh, it's still going to be an atmosphere as if it's not. So, and to me, you know, those distractions at home, when you can get, like you mentioned, when you can get a little bit further, you know, it's, you always hear the talk of, man, we can play close to our region. When in, when in theory, you know, when you really want to be laser focused in, it's nothing wrong with getting away so you can continue to focus on the team because you have to treat it like a road game. You know, when, when it's just a normal road game in the regular season, you don't see this much stretch, this, this much stress on playing the game. So they just have to treat it as a road game and know that they're going to have more fan support on this road game because they're going to have uh, the ability to get more uh, fans into the game, not like a normal road game where it's cut off. Yeah, I, I think that's a great point. And you look at Mizzou in this tournament, starting out, you know, going west, going to Sacramento. Um, you know, a lot of excitement for Mizzou being back in the NCAA tournament. Uh, they draw the seven seed, yeah. which is great. They're not on that eight nine line. They didn't want to be yeah. eight. They did enough. They closed the regular season portion of their schedule on a winning streak right into yeah. the SEC tournament. Got a great win against Tennessee. Uh, played really well, I, you know, back and forth, a lot of lead changes, you know, back and forth. They win a lot of ties throughout that game. Missouri's able to pull away and win that game. Yeah. Then they lose a tough one to Alabama, and they were right there. And Alabama, the number one overall seed in the NCAA tournament with the best college talent in Brandon Miller, who basically took yeah. over leaving that game. Uh, but Mizzou was competitive all the way through until probably the final six-minute period, seven minutes, where they just didn't have the the horses. And I thought Alabama did a really nice job of shutting off Kobe Brown uh, and giving him doubles and getting the ball out of his hands. And I, I think really it played into what Alabama was trying to do. That being said, you know I think Mizzou right now going into this tournament, they, they're playing. I, I always look at you know when was Mizzou playing their best basketball, and I think there's like three different answers you could give. They were playing their great great ball against Illinois and Kentucky when they got those wins back around December. That was probably. Yeah. I mean, they were hair on fire, defending, making shots. They just looked like they had taken a big, big jump. Then it was when Isaiah Mosley was starting, and he was the lineup, and they you know, had a big double-digit win against Iowa State and just dominated that entire game. And Iowa State at that point was a top-10 team in the country. Uh, and then now, yes. I feel like they're, they're fighting. I, I love a team that can take some punches yeah. down in both the Tennessee game and the Alabama game. And then they would come back and they'd be yeah. in the game. And this team struggles from a defensive standpoint. They struggle with size. They struggle with athleticism. And we can, we're going to dive into the matchup with Utah State. I just feel like right now with Mizzou, they played high-level competition and they're not backing down. And there's yeah. a disrespect here factor, I think, where they, they're playing with an edge. They're playing angry. You know, they they feel slighted. They escape yeah. in anywhere in yeah. conversations with the SEC. Demoy Hodge not being on any you know defensive list in the SEC, and then he's a top twenty five national you know defensive player of the year candidate. Yeah, I think all of this is good. Yeah, it was the point. I I like a team that's dangerous. I like a team that's getting overlooked. Yeah, More times than not, those teams come with a fire and a vengeance right out of the gate. Um, where they they don't feel like they're they're playing they feel like they're already playing with house money like nobody thinks they're going to win it 
that to me is is a is a good sign uh, for this team going into the tournament. They they did this in the SEC tournament. They were overlooked and they played like that in that Tennessee game. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, just to you know, at lip on a couple of your points. You talk about this Missouri squad, and you know, you talked about you know it was it almost felt like a, a roller coaster, but it's a, it's a it's a good roller coaster. It's a it's an up and down that that gets you battle tested, and this Missouri team has been battle tested. When you have a team in the NCAA tournament that has been battle tested on all levels, I mean, you think about the Jayhawk game uh, when they played the Jayhawks down to, and I'm just going from like top rank to top rank, <laughs> Jayhawks to Alabama to the last game to this Alabama game, uh, and you just you just you know what Dennis Gates has done throughout this whole season. He's kept these guys glued in together. He's kept these guys believing. He's giving these guys a fighting chance. And when you even break down the Alabama game a little bit more, yeah, you know, 11-point loss. I mean, but you guys got 11 more shots than them. Yeah. I mean, you guys got 11 more shots than them and shot 33% from the field. So, to me, yeah, that's against the, the overall number one ranked team. To me, that goes uh, 11 more shots. If you said, you know, we're going to lose to Alabama, we're going to get 11 more shots. Uh, you're going to be like, oh, uh, 11 more shots. I mean, that goes to show that you guys can compete at a high level, and this is the overall number one ranked team. So I've said it before, like this team is going to be scary in the tournament. Uh, and like you mentioned, when a team is overlooked that deserves that deserves better, that's a scary team. That's a scary team because they're going to continue to get overlooked to a certain degree. But as long as, again, they can stay – block out that outside noise and stay together as a team. They're going to use that that fuel as fire that 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 fuel as fire and it's just going it, to it's I think it's going to be an unbelievable scene, but I really think this I I mean, you know me, man. I've been all about this Missouri squad, especially with Dennis Gates and seeing, you know, his evolution of of coaching for the Tigers and what he's done with the program changing the culture. To me, I mean, you can't help but to it's, it's weird saying this, man, but I'm just a basketball junkie, man. Like you can't help but to root for the Tigers, man, uh, yep. because they're doing things the right way. And when guys are doing things the right way, you have to appreciate it. We'll take a break and we'll be right back after this. You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Welcome back to the Border War Podcast on the KC Sports Network, presented by 360 Vodka. And and let's, Jeff, take a take a minute yeah. to dive into this matchup. First off, 7-10 games are a blast. Um, you know, those are always fun games. I like the 5-12 matchup. I always think that's a good matchup as well. Yeah. Uh, some good games there that are tough matchups. Uh, the 8-9 games are great as well. Uh, the 8-9 games are always fun. Yeah. The 7-10 matchup, like Texas A&M as a 7 was was a big surprise for me. Uh, another SEC school that I thought deserved at least a, I thought they'd be a five. Uh, but they're a seven. They play Penn State. That That's a big, you know, seven, 10 matchup. Penn State is really tough. And so I, in my head, I'm like, okay, if, I, if I'm Mizzou, would I rather play Penn State or would I rather play Utah State? I still think I would lean Utah State. And I know fans yeah. are nervous about this game because Utah State was picked. And this is going to be a great matchup. Like if you're... Yeah. Point Jeff about a bad being a basketball junkie. If you have no dog, <laughs> this is a fun game that that's going to be. You know, this is a two high powered offenses. Shooting is a premium. You, there's so many guys that can shoot it up and down the rosters uh, for both teams. They're older groups. There's there's you yeah. know a lot of veterans in this game that are that will be played. Guard play is very important. Point guard play is very important. Um, you know, when you look at Utah State. Yes, they're the number 18 team in Ken Palm. Um, they are a team that has been very, very solid in terms of offensive efficiency and defensive efficiency. They, they shoot it really well. They average close to 80 a game, uh, so they can really score it. The big thing, it goes back to what we were talking about before the break, and that is Mizzou's played some high-level competition. They've been battle-tested. When I look at Utah State's schedule, and they've won a lot of games – it's hard to really look at what's their best win. Um, you could say Oral Roberts is their best win, uh, which is Oral Roberts as an NCAA tournament team uh, and, and won, the, won the Summit League. Great team. Um, that, to me, bodes well for Missouri in that they've faced a lot of athleticism, a lot of size. They've faced NBA-caliber talent. Uh, their defensive game plans, what Dennis Dates has done from an ATO in-game adjustment. Yeah. I, I think it sometimes gets overlooked, and you know this best, Jeff, too, because you know you've you've been in a locker room with with Bill Self in terms of in-game adjustments, strategy. You know, yeah. there's there's always this evolution of how do we adjust in-game as a and Dennis Gates has done that, and his staff has done that. I think that's going to be a big part of this game is what coach in-game can make the right calls, can make the right changes. I do think Missouri's going to bring pressure like they always do. I think they will sit back in half court as well. When do they extend their defenses? Could they show some zone, some 2 2 1, yeah. you know, look like? But I, I think when you look at this Utah State team, they got a bunch of guys that can shoot it. They, they play usually nine guys, sometimes eight. Um, they have size, and, and Taylor Funk, who's a, a three point shooter that can yeah. really stretch it, he's 6 9. Um, you know, right around a 14 point per game score, six rebound per game, you know, that type of guy, six nine. Length and size has bothered Missouri. I think that's definitely a part of this. But Utah State is not a great rebounding team. And that's gonna yeah. be my kicker in this game is Mizzou has struggled on the glass. But if Mizzou is competitive and in that five to eight range, if they're they're minus five, minus eight, they're gonna be okay. Uh yeah. if, if they force turnovers. That's the biggest key is the turnovers and forcing 
you know, getting steals, Demoy being in passing lanes, that's a huge part of their defense. So there's a lot of lot of factors in this game. But I think if Missouri can win points in the paint, and if they can get points off turnovers and take those turnovers and get get easy buckets out of that, the match yeah. seventy. And Missouri should win this game. But it's all about pace and all about how Missouri starts the game. They cannot cannot start slow and dig themselves a ditch. They've done that before. To your point about the roller coaster, they've done that plenty of times. They got to start games faster, and I think they'll give themselves a chance. Yeah, and and I will tell you this: like my roller coaster reference is like you know some, it, it's like a good thing for their roller coaster. <laughs> you know, some are just like, whoa, we don't know what. Like you yeah. knew what you were gonna get out of the Missouri Tigers, uh, regardless. Uh, it's just good that when you can you know have that up and down and be battle tested and get through it and not take too many. They were small roller coaster dips, not the big ones. Um, and you know, like you, you mentioned, this this Utah State, I think. Again, I'm big on uh, on Dennis Gates, man. You guys have Dennis Gates, who is you know breaking down stuff probably right now. So uh, you you definitely trust in your coach uh, to that standpoint. And when you talk about being battle tested, going back on that again, uh, when you just look at Utah State schedule, to me, uh, I just think Missouri just needs to come in and do what they do, and that's again pressure you know when they get when they get out and they can pressure the ball they can share the ball uh to me they they have a greater chance of of being more successful when they got the ball moving those assist numbers are up and they're getting on getting on the defensive end we all knew kind of what the mature the tigers could give us on the from a rebounding standpoint they might get out rebound they're not as big inside but they're willing to 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 counter that and, and dennis gates has shown that Hey, you guys can out rebound us. We'll beat you in other categories as well too. We'll we'll keep our our turnovers under yours as well too. We'll make sure we're sharing the ball better, getting paint touches, forcing help. We'll do those little things. So I, this is that's where I have Missouri having the edge. And again, they've been battle tested. Uh, when you talk about beating ranked opponents, uh, Missouri, I believe, has eight wins yep. uh, against ranked opponents, and Utah State. They've lost twice to you know San Diego, San Diego State, and that was kind of their best. So uh, their their closest run to you know playing someone with a uh, in the top twenty five. So uh, when you talk about battle tested, to me again, it's just locking in, being laser focused, keeping blocking everything outside, take those seats away. Seven ten matchup. There's no seven ten matchup. It's just numbers behind it. Play the game. Listen to your coach and give everything you got. And I think if the Missouri Tigers can do that, and I believe they will do that, Utah State has no chance. Utah State has no chance to be on the same floor with with Missouri. Uh, but if you start getting into that 7-10 matchup and looking at that, maybe they have a chance because your focus might be off. But throw all that stuff out the window, stay in tight as a unit, and I think that's what they're going to do because Coach Gates has shown that's what he's done throughout the season, so that's what I expect. But I really – like the Missouri Tigers in this matchup. Uh, I think they will be able to guard. I, they are a much quicker team than Utah State as well, too, so I think they'll be able to use their speed as well to counter some things as well, too, whether it is getting beat on a uh, on a rotation. You know, those guys will be able to – the Tigers will be able to recover and get to spots and rotate a little bit quicker. So I think their speed will be a factor in this game as well, too. No question. That, you know, I think it's uh, – look, Kobe Brown, Demoy Hodge, they, they have to be – you know, playing at a high level when they score over 20 each 
that's usually a great sign. Uh, and yeah. then the role players that fill in, Nick Honor's got to continue to be aggressive. I know he didn't shoot well against Alabama, but uh, he's a great shooter and he needs to keep shooting that ball. Defenders go under him shooting the three is a good shot. Yeah, yeah. On selection is really important. Um, you know, the, the Alabama game, DeAndre Golston shooting ball 17 times. You know, Mohamed Diara off doubles, you know, kind of open for a reason. He's in the game for defensive purposes and rebounding. And I love that Coach Gates allows guys to play freely. Um, I still think, you know, Kobe Brown, when he's aggressive and he's yeah. a force, Utah, they're unstoppable. <laughs> they can't guard that. Like they cannot guard Kobe around the rim. Uh, and that's another big factor in this game is how does Utah State guard Kobe? How do they guard Des Moines Hodge, too? Yeah. Um, you know, so those those guys got to be really good uh, for Missouri. And then we'll see what happens from there, right? Yeah, it's one game at a time. Uh, Missouri hasn't won an NCAA tournament game since my sophomore year. So you want to win a tournament game. That's the biggest thing. Win one and then, you know, see where the chips fall. I do like they would match up if they, they were to face Arizona. Um, I do think Arizona is very good. They're, they're a tough team out of the back 12. I do think that matchup is really interesting uh, just because I think Missouri's pressure, their speed, their hands, they that could be an impact against a, a team like yeah, fearlessness. Yeah. So, we'll, Add we'll, that in there, that fearlessness, man. That's right, man. You, yeah, I don't want to look too far ahead, but you know, this is what the tournament's all about and what side of the bracket you're on. And you know, Missouri drew, drew a seven. It's it's not a, an easy matchup against Utah State. It's going to be a tough one, um, but the side of the bracket, Hey, you'd much rather, I think, play, want to look at Arizona instead of Texas or UCLA or some of these other seeds that, you know, are pretty, pretty salty. So uh, we'll see where the chips fall. It's great to have Missouri back in the NCAA tournament. Uh, what a year it's been for Dennis Gates and and this TT, a top four double by, get an SEC tournament win, battle with Alabama. They're in a great spot. This is what you'll take. We'll see what happens with Trey Gomillion. I think that's a big piece. You see that? I'm a growing strain. Hopefully he's back because his IQ, his toughness, his leadership, his ability to move without the ball, those things really matter to this team. Uh, and it would give Sean East a break too where you know you could really get creative with, with yeah. your uh, your roster and your lineup, rotation, personnel, those type, those type of things. Let's see what happens there. I hope Trey yeah. But it's a big big test for Mizzou. Jeff, next week we'll, we'll probably hopefully be talking about maybe a couple wins. Uh, maybe but, yeah. none of that first weekend. I'm down for it. I'm down for it. Enjoy the tournament, man. Good luck to, to your Raiders. Well, thank you. In the postseason, and we'll talk next week. You betcha. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN, covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.